The following podcast may contain spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I, Brian Roberts, you're reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. Warriors. Wish Joe a happy birthday. Can you dig it? I can dig it. Good <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the 4AM podcast, a podcast where we do stuff. I was yeah. wondering if I was wondering I if do uh, stuff, you mean watch other people do stuff. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> And then talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. I was wondering if uh, the Can You Dig It line could get not cool, and I was proved right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Bill. I am your host this week. The, <laughs> the Alpha Beta Rob, joined by my co host, leader of the Horphans, Will. <laughs> Cowboy Tony. I don't have a name. I'm just Joe. <laughs> Birthday Joe. Old ass Joe. I'll be chilling. I'll be chilling with the Lizzies till they start stabbing me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they do get to stabbing. The Lizzie Bordens, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> am I right? Okay. So this time, this episode, this week, whatever it is, we watched The Warriors. Classic, what is it, 1979? You got yep. it. Film about just. I mean, it's basically the Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the Fellowship of the Boppers. Yeah. Coney Island is Mordor or Mount yeah. Doom. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, the guy who played Sully is Mount Doom. Yeah, <laughs> I think Coney Island is the Shire. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, gentlemen, Joe, specifically, mm -hmm. history, movie, what is it? Um, So this is a movie I had only seen in bits and pieces when I was a kid. And didn't realize that I had seen most of the movie until um, I was having an argument with someone at my old job about whether the 70s or the 80s were a better decade for movies. And one of the cases he cited was The Warriors. And then I looked the movie up and I'm like, this is a pretty cool movie. I mean, I still like the 80s better, obviously, but like, this is a pretty cool movie. Um, so then I was looking for an opportunity to get to pick a movie. And uh, this is what popped into my head first. I mean, if you think about it, this really is like, this could go either way. 79? I mean... Yeah. And I'm I'm a big fan of, like, the post-apocalyptic genre, which this isn't, but it's <laughs> no. like that. But it's I mean, like it's that York, urban... It's New York City in that yeah. time, which was pretty similar. Well, yeah. It's like an urban jungle where, like, there's no, like, innocent bystanders or whatever, or there's very few. It's basically, it's just... It's uh, an adventure through a abandoned urban area, which large parts of it are just trashed. And so, it, you know, it's kind of my fits my jam there. Like I was uh, I was very excited about about a movie in that kind of setup. You like some burning trash cans. I do. I like ruined buildings. And I like I like fantasy in a post-apocalyptic genre. Like I prefer that to the standard fantasy. And this was very fantastical in the sense of like we had these bands of warriors you know traveling around fighting each other all with melee weapons like a gun was practically like a magic item in this movie mm -hmm. yeah and you know what else you got a really whole lot of in this movie just some really lovely perms you know oh yeah 
Just, of perms. just some lovely perms. If you want perms and you want purple tank tops, this movie is loaded. Oh yeah, man, we got, you, we got you covered. Yeah. So I will admit. <laughs> so, um, so all right, that's Joe's history. Tony, what's your history with this film? Yeah, I've seen bits and parts of it all over the place uh, several times. I've seen the movie in whole. Uh, I think this is only my second time, but uh, I enjoyed it. Okay, uh, Will. So um, I remember, like maybe in the early 2000s, Spike TV made a big deal about having this on TV. Maybe like for one of the first <laughs> times, and it was like a late, late Saturday night, like you know nine or something. So I stayed up as a seventh or eighth grader to watch it, and I was like, "Wow, this is really cool!" Why? And also, around <laughs> Spike T was excited because it had the F word in it. I'm pretty sure you, they did. Pretty you sure know they which did. one. I'm pretty sure they weren't allowed to play that even then. Um, and then, I don't know, Spike TV. Yeah, PlayStation 2, I think, came out with a Warriors video game around the same time, so that might have been like a tie-in. Oh, yeah, that's right, I totally forgot about um, that video game. I think Wait, I was it based on the movie? Yep. Yes. It, oh, I shit, think I, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, I think I rented it, and like the only thing I can really remember is like the beginning is like the tutorial level when you're still in Coney Island, like... Mm-hmm. They throw one of the orphans into like this ring, and that's how you learn to like uh, battle is like beat up this orphan. <laughs> <laughs> Will was uh, upset. He's off like, strong. He was like, "Man, I wanted to assault a policewoman." <laughs> I love David Schwimmer. <laughs> yeah, so that's all my early my history. Uh, tell him, or uh, wait, I guess it's me then. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> hey. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Even Rob never, can't tell us apart. Yeah, I've never seen this movie before. Um, I knew about the come out and play yay thing just because I heard people say it. Um, but that's really it. Like, I knew nothing about this movie uh, going in. So, yeah. So what about some historical history with this movie? Okay. Tony? <laughs> All right. So it was... <laughs> It was directed by Walter Hill, who uh, also directed 48 Hours, Streets of Fire, Brewster's Millions, Red Heat, and Bullet to the Head, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, that happened. Uh, Bullet to the Head, that was the Stallone movie that came out in 2012. Uh, Exactly. Uh, (laughs) So this uh, movie is based on a book of the same name, which was based on an old Greek story. very popular one, which originally we watched the director's cut, um, full transparency. So we did. <laughs> Joe did not. Everybody was on yeah, board. Me either. I just whatever was on Amazon. Really? Uh, cool. Come on, guys. What? We got stuff you didn't. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, including there's uh, the beginning was a whole narration of the Greek story a little bit. Is it the Odyssey? No, it's okay. um. An abesis, I think. Okay. We're it? all in abesis. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense because this could totally be like someone trying to get the Greek city states, you know, to unite, and then like you know something goes wrong, and you know it's blamed on one of the city states delegations, and they have to get home. Yep. Et too Sully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Rome, cowboy. not Greece. <laughs> And uh, originally, the person that was supposed to the person that was supposed to read that narration was Orson Welles. Reginald Vilge. Oh, but they didn't want to pay <laughs> for him. Uh, so you know, tying it in with the rest of our podcast, that's uh, when instead he got to do Muppets, the Muppets movie. There, 
Uh, Vermin was originally going to be played by Tony Danza, but uh, he was still busy on Taxi, I believe it was, at the time. Wait, who's Vermin? Which one was Vermin? This movie's very bad about identifying its characters. So, uh, so here's, One of the white the guys, the white guy who, like... One of the warriors. Mm. <laughs> okay. He makes it to the end, one of the white guys. Not Cowboy and not Swan. Oh, so the other curly dude. Yeah. The one that's not Fox that got thrown by into train. The yeah. other curly haired. And not James Remar, who's yes. other away stuff. forever. And, uh, speaking of Fox, uh, that character was supposed to have a much bigger part. He was actually supposed to have the romantic storyline uh, mm. with our girl there that shows up. but uh, And he, he was supposed to be a very cool James Dean type character. Mm. Uh, so the director, like... You know, pulled him under his wing. He was showing him James Dean movies or whatever. It was like, I'm going to make you something big. But I guess oh, they uh, had a falling out. <laughs> wait, and this is the train guy? Yeah. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, okay. It, he decided halfway through, like, I, I'm done with this dude. I don't want him on my movie anymore. Yeah. So instead of him getting to the end and finding the or getting the girl, he was thrown in front of a train. <laughs> yeah, because you was... could see in the beginning, he's the one traveling around with uh, Mercy, I think's yeah. her name. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And you can tell, like, that's not him that gets thrown in the train. It's like a stunt man with a wig. <laughs> a vi- just a really nice perm. Um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a well, fro there, if I've ever seen one. I mean, there were so many permed uh, men to choose from. Yeah. Like, I just didn't know which way to look. You could just grab anybody and throw them in front of that train, and it'd look like that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercy also, since we mentioned it, uh, she shows up later in a jacket, which they briefly explain. There's no real reason for that, except in real life, when they were trying to film the scene where they're all running away, the mm-hmm. actor that was pulling her along really, like, tossed her, I guess, kind of, and broke her wrist. I don't know if he did it pulling her or if she fell. I wasn't clear on that. Uh, but yeah, so she broke her wrist and she got to get a cast, which is why they explained her wearing a jacket, which is really just to cover up the cast. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the cowboy character at one time was going to be played by Robert De Niro, but he passed on the script. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. And then uh, the famous come out and play a, a scene where he's clicking the bottles together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Originally, he was supposed to be just holding dead pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so this is what I Heath mean, Ledger based his Joker performance off of, right? This guy, probably. I assume. I mean, he just does things just to do them. He is an yeah. agent of he's, chaos. He's he is. Don't you know I'm loco, essay? Yeah. Mm. Also, uh, while filming this movie, there were a whole lot of issues, uh, both because of where they were filming in New York and stuff. There were actual gangs mm. uh, that were upset about you know, being misrepresented or them using their colors. So there was a whole bunch of problems. Uh, at one point they actually had to hire a real gang <laughs> to help protect the, the crew <laughs> who, uh, who apparently at one point while shooting late at night, someone like got up on a building or something. I'm not sure as to the how, but they got urinated on. Hmm. I mean, it's well, New York. That just it was the it was the orphans. Yeah, you bring a bunch of theater kids yeah. <laughs> in gang outfits. <laughs> You're gonna get that. You're gonna get that. And uh, I guess there was uh, also a whole lot of issues with the marketing. Uh, people were oh. upset about what the poster said because it was. Uh, 
shoot, I had it written down here somewhere. I lost it. But uh, basically, it was talking about how, you know, the gangs are going to take over and whatever. And people didn't like that. Okay. Shortly after the movie's release, there was a bunch of uh, gang related violence that sprung up that was blamed on the movie, including three killings. Uh, so they, they, Paramount told people, you know, like, you don't have to show the movie if you don't want to uh but thankfully some places still did there were what um, two in killings including in camp movie, david um reagan yes. reagan made sure to watch this movie yep and <laughs> he know called... what the kids are doing these days mommy he <laughs> called swan shortly after and told him he did a good job <laughs> wait did he wait the actor or did yes. he just dial a number assuming it was <laughs> the character <laughs> the actor Swan, is that you? I'm uh, here at the camp. I'm trying not to use actors' names too much so that uh, it doesn't, you know, we don't repeat ourselves. But uh, anyone want to guess at the budget this movie had to make? Uh, uh, Four million dollars. Uh, wow. Three million. I think this is a one million dollar movie. No, actually, Rob was right on the money. It was four mm. million. Nice. Which I probably could have helped you by saying when they hired the the gang to help protect them, they had to pay them five hundred dollars a day. That much was <laughs> three and a half million dollars. That's probably. Uh, Want to guess how much it made? Uh, so I'm gonna say this probably didn't make all of its money until like it became like a cult sort of thing. So I'm gonna say twelve million dollars. I will say I have the accumulated worldwide gross. I'm not sure if that's. Uh, just current or oh, if it's what it was uh, then. Hmm. That's different then. Uh, so then I'll say 112. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, he said accumulated worldwide gross. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just going to go with 10. See where that One. takes me. One dollar. Okay. Uh, bad move. It was 22.5 million. <laughs> okay. All right. Go, Joe. It's your birthday. Go, Joe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, see, we got a lot of gangs in this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Awesome. And they do almost nothing to tell us who they are. So you get you get one shot at anybody's name in this film. Other yes. than like Swan and Ajax. Like you got right. one chance and that's it. So the majority of my notes are what I think the names of all these gangs are. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I will I might read them off uh, <laughs> as they come into play. I wrote them down in order of appearance. Oh shit! It's the mime gentleman. Uh, yeah. well, I wrote, I, <laughs> well, at the beginning, I was just taking guesses at. So the first uh, ones I have are obviously the warriors. Uh, then uh -huh. I have the the fancy dans or the fancy princes. Uh huh. Um, Is that the purple I, purple? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> then I have the mimesters. I just called them purple rain. The yeah uh, the mimesters. <laughs> Uh, then I have the uh, various Asians. Um, then it's yeah. The, let, let's skip over that one. <laughs> then it's the electric eliminators, which I saw the backs of their yep. jackets. Which there, there were the there were the black shirts. Like their only thing was they wore black shirts. Oh, oh yeah, those okay. are those are the Fonzies. Uh, oh, okay, got, the Fonzies. Yeah. Then I've got the Silverados. Uh, <laughs> then the jock straps. <laughs> and that's when we kind of get into this uh, freaking country bear jamboree of all you the. Forgot the things. monster mashes, but uh, no, those will come later. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I have even those, more. Those after. are just the minor ones that flash on the screen. Yeah. Um. So you want to just go over the cast right quick before yeah. uh, we start into this? So, um, yeah, we got Michael Beck as Swan. We got James Remar as Ajax, Brian Tyler as Snow, 
David Harris as Cochise, Tom McKitterick as Cowboy, Marcelino Sanchez, Rembrandt. I mean, Rembrandt. Wow, I messed uh, that up. Rembrandt. Uh, Ram, Rembrandt. What are, you, are you turning into me now? What the hell? Shari Mikos as Berman, Deborah Van Valkenburg as Mercy, and Roger Hill as Cyrus. Now, if anyone can actually pick out which character is which, you those are the only ones I can pick out. <laughs> and I didn't know I didn't know about Cochise and uh, Vermin. So technically, no, I can't. I don't even get a cookie. Swan and Ajax. My uh, birthday, I got a damn cookie. Oh, Rembrandt's like the kid, the young kid. Yeah, the, the guy that does the tagging. Gotcha. Tag that dude in the face. Yeah, I could point some of them out while we're watching yeah. it, but I, you yeah. know. All right. So. so now you guys, like like we said, watched a different version than than my brother and I. We watched the. Uh, so wait, how? All right. <laughs> Tony and I watched the director's cut, which was an hour and a half long. <laughs> See, our, mine was a, an hour and a half long, too. Yeah, yeah it's. It's With not that much difference. It's it's really it's the opening narration, and then uh, we had the comic book trans uh, transitions. Yeah, oh, that's so weird. That's the only <laughs> difference. Super weird. Yeah, and it's wow. all Comic Sans, and yeah, it's great. Apparently, that was what it was intended to be all along. So this is kind of a Star Wars special edition situation. See, sure. we just got guys on the subway, like it's kind of between level loading screens. Yeah. So it's all these gangs mm-hmm. and and they're talking like and I don't know. It's it's hard to understand the dialogue because like everybody's jive turkey in each other uh, the whole time. But yeah, I get, think Bob you get to watch was... a good minute and a half of the Wonder Wheel. Don't forget about that. Yeah. There is that. Yes. Um, it, it did bother me that Bop was essentially their version of Smurf where they just put it in wherever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, to me, Bopper. it was like Bop was like they're going to fight or battle. Right, but it, but boppers could also mean gang members. Like and bop a, could also mean get out of there. According to Cindy Lauper, it means masturbation. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's a noun. Really? She bop. Okay. What? Did, did you ever hear the the um Cindy Lauper song She Bop? I mean, I'm sure I've heard it. It's about a girl jilling off. Oh, okay. Sounds good. War does an awesome cover of it. I'm sure they do. The point is, it's a noun, it's an adjective, it's a verb, it's whatever you want it to be. So the warriors are from uh, Coney Island, that's their home turf, Mm. and they're going up to the Bronx to see uh, Cyrus. To go to a play or something. Cyrus is called a moot amongst the elders from all the gangs. um, He's called a truce. Everyone comes. No one's allowed to pack, so there's supposed to be no weapons. But I brought my lunchables. Um, it still counts. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta leave that at the door, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't Fuck. fucking bring that's a juice juice that's box in there. What the dangerous. Hell? Nobody yeah. wants your disgusting, <laughs> soggy, half frozen peanut butter and jelly. Everyone, be, everyone then, loves a Ritz crack pizza. <laughs> when the cops storm in, and uh, you know they catch you with that. Oh yeah, it's it, you're yeah. done. Game you over, man. Done. But yeah. you could, you probably could have taken Cyrus out with a bologna slice if you were. <laughs> so he probably, ah, uh, maybe. But oh, he he'd did. Fall, he'd still fall off the platform in slow mo, like. Oh Ugh. yeah. But he had such a just a lovely perm. So, so yeah, Cyrus is like I, I don't know. He's like the leader of the strongest gang. Was he the leader of the Riffs? Yeah, he's the, the leader the of the Gramercy Riffs, which is the biggest gang, and they seem to have the strongest kung fu. And they which, were fucking badass. Which also yeah, and their kimonos. 
Yeah, which also yeah. sounds like, I don't know, like an improv troupe. Mm-hmm. We're the Gramercy Riffs, everybody. Most of them do. Yeah, yeah, Kung Fu, your ass. So so he's like, hey, uh, how? Everybody. So, all right, I wrote some more gangs down. Uh, in the in the yeah. crowd, we've got the, uh, the Silk Wizards, mm-hmm. the Italians, uh, mm-hmm. and the Dollar Shave Club. The Italians, so, I was like, those are, those are like the hoagie grinders. <laughs> 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 All right. Can I just point, I like, there's one moment where you just see some wholesome teamwork amongst uh, what Rob called the Fozzies. As one dude just gets enough tokens for his whole team, and they legit pay for each person to go through a subway. When, like, you see, like, the rest of the movie, everyone's jumping the subway turnstiles and everything. And I'm like, that's, like, the least badass gang ever. <laughs> We're Listen. doing things the right way. Listen, <laughs> I bet if things weren't, if things didn't go south, Swan would have paid for all of those subway mm-hmm. tokens, too. Yeah, sure. Um, what, what was the leader of the Warriors name? Cleon. Cleon. And you do, Cleon. I, as far as I could tell, you did not hear that till after he was done and out of the movie (laughs) done by mysterious elbow chance because um he he was consumed by kung fu kung fu is a strong term for that he was assimilated Um, what what the 70s passed off as kung fu i guess so no come on because we had already gotten like all of bruce lee Well, but there's a America. lot of other movies we had gotten to. That's true. That's true. I'm looking at you, Chuck. Um, so, all right. Uh, so, what's his face? Oh, man. Not Cleon. Cyrus. Other, Cyrus. Cyrus. All these mm-hmm. names, man. All these names that are only said once. And I'm like, okay. So, Cyrus is like, hey, everybody, stop all of the fussing and a fighting. Together. Stop all the downloading. What, what important do you talk about? point. Is- to point out that each gang is only allowed to bring nine dudes. Yeah. So presumably the warriors are bigger, but there's only nine of them here. Yeah. Which is also a little weird considering how the end of the movie goes, but we'll we'll get there. But he's well, like, there yeah, might not stop. be more than nine of the warriors. What's that? There might not be more than nine of the warriors. We're just assuming that. I think there are, and this is one of those cases of a movie that a cell phone would fix. Well, they yeah. would they would just be able to call the rest of their guys. Yeah. But anyway. So Cyrus is like, hey, uh, you know, we're just we're just little two bit hoodlums. But if we gathered all of our power, we could be three bit hoodlums. We could take well, you, over like a whole block of well, they could take over all of New York. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's like 20,000 of us. Then there's he somehow fuzzy maths. Another 40,000 people 60, in there. 60,000 of him. Of them, twenty thousand well, yeah, cops. Once in he the fuzzy whole maps, city. yeah, and he's like, and and he's punctuating everything with like a "Can you dig it?" <laughs> and I gotta say, this guy looks pretty cool. Him <laughs> addressing the crowd, I'm like, I like this guy, even though he is advocating something that is horrible. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously in his pajamas. He does have a really nice perm. Yeah, but um, but this is one of those guys that I would be like, you go up to him and tell him those are pajamas. See what happens to you. No, I don't. Well, he wouldn't even like. He wouldn't even do it aggressively. He would just like take you aside, put his arm around your shoulder, yeah. and you'd just be so intimidated for <laughs> reasons you couldn't explain. You'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's that's a really nice smoking jacket you've got on there. <laughs> I have <laughs> already pissed myself. Yeah, you definitely did not get that at Bradley's. Yeah, fucking Caldor in the ladies' lingerie. In the ladies' lingerie section. <laughs> 
definitely did not. Uh, and then the police show up and they just kind of. Well, first, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. How did this happen? Our guy, uh, I don't know if we ever found his name, but Bottles guy shoots. I call him uh, Squirt, Squirt Cobain. Squirt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> I got his name at the end. What the hell is this? So like Lester, maybe? I mean, he looks like a Lester, but um, <laughs> Luther, <laughs> you mean? Luther. Luther, that's yeah. it. Which, right. Do you recognize that guy? Yeah, that's hey, Sully, Sully from Commando. And yeah. the dude from Twin Peaks. Tony, we've made this joke like 30 times already. Um, so anyway, I well, just like... wanted you to know why I left his name on the cast list for last. Oh, geez. <laughs> his, his gang, the rogues, they're all like, oh, we're chaotic neutral. Pass the pistol my way. I'm going to shoot this dude. And um, fucking they just shoot Cyrus in the middle of one of his can you dig it's. And he does like a big dramatic fall off his platform and all hell breaks loose. The cops bust in. Uh, there's a lot of people running past each other, but not really like escaping. It feels just like a lot of like a mosh pit going in circles for a while. Now, here's a question. Did it, mm-hmm. did they intend to blame the Warriors or was it just because he caught the Warriors eye? Yeah, I think um, that I was think, it. Yeah, yeah. happened. Just because Cleon went over to see if that if Cyrus was okay, and then he's like, "The Warriors did it! The Warriors!" And so then uh, the Rifts surround Cleon and start hopping up and down with their elbows in the air. Well, he it's gets kinda, first. He gets Luther like, pretty good. He gets Luther pretty good with an elbow. Yeah. Oh, he, was... oh yeah. Here's the thing: like, if you're gonna come here and blame the Warriors. You really better be able to fight. <laughs> yes. Like, being five foot nothing your ass does up. not help Luther out throughout no. this whole movie. He gets thrown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but as we kind of alluded to, I, I don't know what his fighting skills exactly are, but he is like the Joker where it doesn't matter. He just wants, yeah. you know, he's trying to cause trouble. He so, just wants the world to burn. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, the Rifts killing Cleon is kind of like watching a bunch of fire ants kill a grasshopper. Like, they just all sort of jump on him over and I over. Mean, I look at it more like Japanese vampires. Or is it Korean vampires? I can't remember. Which, which ones are the hopping ones? Chinese. Yeah. Okay, Chinese vampires. All right, that's that's sorry. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Move uh, on. Yeah, so uh, that that's because they're just kind of hopping up and down, holding their elbows out. They're not actually bringing them down or anything. They're not, a lot of a lot of a lot of theater majors really struck it big in this film. Is all, is I, all I'm saying. I honestly half expected to have like a full-on zombie-style scene where they just mm. pull him apart. Well, on the subject of zombies, like uh, the warriors kind of rally and they're like, "How do we get out of here?" And uh, their 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 big guy Ajax is like, uh, um, I saw this guy, the Juggernaut. I think he smashes through walls, so I'll <laughs> do that. And um, they break out into a graveyard um, where they they rally uh, there, meet up, and uh, determine that they need to bop it all the way between here and Coney Island. And Ajax starts taking off his clothes, dancing mm-hmm. on a. Dancing on sarcophagi. Yeah, I mean, and they're fucking like, oh, Ajax is taking his clothes off again. <laughs> and then it's just his boobs are out for the rest of the movie. Fucking really cowboys weird. monologuing about how no one understands them. Throw in Ajax's advances everywhere. Anyway, um, no, so basically they're like, we got to get home. 
it's like a hundred miles away. We got to get to the train. Um, and Ajax is like, all right, well, who made you in charge, Swan? And Swan's like, I did. I'm war chief. Ajax is like, Murr. And then the train shows up. So this conflict has to get tabled. Well, yeah, all the other all the other warriors are like, dude, you got to chill, too. They're, yeah. they're not they're not having this. Argument. Well, uh, the, one of the first ways we're introduced to Ajax is he's like, yeah, I'm excited to go up there, man. Might get some strange wool. <laughs> so that kind of tells you right. the kind of guy he is from the start. Now he's in sheep, I guess. We see uh the rifts assemble. Now we're not talking leaders here, right? So take take the two leaders out. The rifts versus the foot clan, who you got? Uh I mean I mean I'm not talking they don't got Bebop and Rocksteady either. They maybe have that like Japanese guy that Casey Jones hit with a golf club. These are like kind of Twilight well, yeah. vampires here. Which, and which rift, uh, which foot clan? <laughs> yeah, which, are we talk- tracks? <laughs> which foot clan are we talking about? This the movie, the cartoon, later cartoons. Let's go with movie. Okay, I'll go with the rifts. I think the rifts got them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rifts, I mean, because they, yeah, cool. they. I mean, they they have all the same equipment, basically little hockey sticks and yeah and whatnot, but they seem more eager to use them. I mean, they got their wardrobes kicking. I mean, yeah. If you think about it, like Shredder and and I'm just gonna call him Blade. I don't know what the yep. what the interim leader uh-huh. of the Rifts is. Yeah, they're both. They Cyrus almost have the same too. outfit minus the spikes. Like it's kind yeah. of this like glittery kimono material. I like that going. both of them have the. Um, they've got the notion that they have to stare at the camera while somebody looks like 90 degrees at them and talks at them. Yeah. But they never acknowledge that person. They do both act as though English is not their first language. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I think each individual member of the Rifts, other than the fact that they're wearing what some might call pajamas, looks to be an intimidating person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I think the Rifts have. Also, is it Rifts or Rifts? With a Rifts. Uh, yeah, I keep putting ups. a T in there by accident. No, There's that's no... fine, because honestly, I had no idea. I heard it said a couple yeah. of times, and I had no idea. But really, besides Sam Rockwell, what do the, the Foot Clan have? Just a bunch of children si- stealing cigarettes in Archie comics. Yeah, you got not, that big bald guy. Yeah, but... So, at this point, um, the chief from uh, Carmen San Diego is like, Hey... Oh, all right. Oh, shit. They're after us, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, because those are definitely uh, emergency vehicles, so they probably <laughs> are after us. <laughs> um, so uh, the chief is like, hey, uh, where in the world are the warriors? We're going to play some music, and it's going to be funny and timely, and then we're going to show a bunch more gangs yeah. that Rob will write down. Check it out. Uh, we're going to play Nowhere to Run or Hide, and then we're going to have a montage of the warriors running and hiding. Correct. <laughs> and here we see the shirts, the horizontal Jacksons, the uh, uptown okay, Yankovics. You're going to have to be more specific with All the right. shirts. All right, the shirts. <laughs> uh, because it was just looked like it just looked like some guys that were done playing the shirts versus skins. Oh, just, okay. What did you think I was talking about? I don't remember which one could be the shirts. And okay. then there was there was the horizontal horizontal Jackson. So those were the ones yep. that looked like they were kind of dressed like Michael Jackson, but they mm-hmm. had the little hor- the shirts with the horizontal stripes. Yep. Um, and then I have the the Uptown Yankovics. I know about those. Uh, the Bumble Rompers. Uh, <laughs> are those the guys in the overalls? 
Yeah, the overalls and the yellow yep. stripes uh, and that were skate, eventually and, eventually and the rolling skates apparently to be on the roller skates. Uh, that, the I feel like the old for them. I feel like that's a step too far. Like you can either be the the white guys in overalls, or you can be the white guys that roller skate. Doing both, it's like <laughs> you're putting well, you're going one step too far. I mean, you see where their hubris got them. Like they thought they could be more than the overall guys, and that got them thrown into toilets. Yeah, yep. you know, we'll get to it's, it later. It's uh, then, we, then we have the full cloth jackets, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Night of the Living Mets, <laughs> and then uh, the Sometime After Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which I guess are a bunch of weird skinheads. So that's when we see all these guys get the get the order to to take down the warriors. But they the are tru- the truce has been canceled. Be, yes, truce is canceled, but they want they want them taken alive if mm. possible. Yeah. Well, to be clear. Truce is not canceled. Everyone else still has a truce. Well, yeah. They want the yeah. warriors. Right. Um, so, yeah, we now cut to the warriors just kind of like they look they're in a line looking like they're going to like Michael Jackson bad video, like dance off to somewhere. And um, they uh, are encroached upon by what I referred to as the Baldy bus. Um yeah. Which uh, is sometime after breakfast club. Yeah. This gang is actually called the Turnbull ACs. Yes. I believe um, that might have also been the Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, I th- earlier, probably. I think I was only able to figure that out by process of elimination from looking at the gang names in the cast. Um, but they might say Turnbull ACs once. They do. Um, well, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You one of their the guys. Back of their jackets. Yeah, does say Turnbull on and it. And one of the guys but... mentions it. Yeah, oh, one dude. of one of the warriors guys is kind of like the lore dude, but like the, he knows all the gangs. See, and like Swan consults him for like information. Part of the problem I have with this movie is outside of Swan, mm-hmm. everyone's acting in this movie is absolutely terrible, and I have a hard time taking anyone's line seriously. So I don't really hear what they're saying so much as I just hear <laughs> the stilted, deadpan way they're saying it, and I just start laughing. Um, so the tur- like what kills me with this scene? All right, they're running for the train, and like the Turnbull ACs have a fucking like short bus to chase them down with, <laughs> and but some cop cars. Yeah, it's so overloaded with dudes like fucking hanging off of it, windmilling their like cricket bats around that, um, <laughs> like these guys just outrun this bus on foot ma clampets up on the top to be fair it's a short bus with way too many people on yeah. It. yeah but why why would you run straight ahead in front of an oncoming bus when there's they, like, yeah. they're like there's, that, that there's bus is not going anywhere you can zigzag through no but yeah. that that is part of it i always question because they they hide and they let it go by and like another one it, it either doubles back or another one comes over I, I'm not sure but then they just run in front of it like well, just hide again I wait till they go point, at that point I think they actually had just cut a straight line right to the train or they were going to miss it mm-hmm. and that train Fair. was their lifeline um, we get some sweet turnstile jumping which you get a lot of in this movie um, and the ACs just basically fail their uh, their pursuit role and um, you know the the warriors get on the train and uh that's this in this movie i see that as kind of like the level transition like if you were uh in a video game that it's cuts like a, you to the next yeah it's uh, like it's like the left for dead stake uh safe house mm-hmm. yeah that's, it's very much like that like oh you're you're gonna be safe here until the next level loads and then you gotta get out yeah and now we we see some sad excuses for some gangs in action oh which God. by the what? way that mm-hmm. that is how 
riding the uh, the Waterbury train feels like. Well, hey, you don't have to do that well, anymore. I mean, if <laughs> thankfully, if, but... if you're not quick enough in Waterbury, the bus full of skinheads with cricket bats gets you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> So, yeah, you got to just time it so that you get right on the train. Um, so, first off, we see the rogues stealing oh my some God. candy. <laughs> this is so dumb. Yeah. I mean, and they all are, I guess they're supposed to be, like, on some kind of drugs. Because they're all acting, like, mentally deficient in some way. And then they're just fucking st- get, stealing all these candy bars. And this woman's like, you got to pay for those? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, all right. That's not how she says it. You take it, Rob. She sounds like she. Okay, first of all, it looks like she's holding back laughter. Mm-hmm. It looks like she's holding back laughter. She's like, well, she's supposed to be afraid of. Uh, what's yeah, his name? you could tell she's she's Probably scared, good. super scared. She's like, what about the money? You what? Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> what about the money? You oh, and he's for like, what? What? <laughs> it's <a> freaking <laughs> like Napoleon Dynamite just happens out of nowhere. Just he like, shut up your lip. <laughs> And he throws some uh, change at her. Yeah. He like, well, he threw like a crackle at her or whatever that was that he was eating. <laughs> I started choking on my pizza. Just wailed her with a, with a Mr. Good bar. <laughs> she like doesn't even flinch. Because yeah. let's be real. It's coming from Luther. It didn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. All right. So now we cut from that sad display um, <laughs> to uh we meet the orphans, the shaggies, or the orphans, the or David, the back, the David Schwimmer. Yeah, gang. I mean, first off, they look awful. They're they're, they're orphans, Joe. Yeah, no. their uniform looks like their t-shirts on backwards. It, it um, probably is exactly it probably that. Probably is. It's like yeah. one of their uh, foster moms owned like a t-shirt printing. Like, <laughs> yeah, so if, they if could get orphans there. on their old dirty no, uh, you know what happened? shirts. I'll tell you exactly what happened. One of their moms had the t-shirt place and foster they printed mom. the t-shirt foster mom. Um, they, good point. Um, <laughs> they printed the, the t-shirts for an entirely different thing that wanted to call itself the orphans, but they fucked up and put the t-shirts on the wrong, I mean, the, the writing on the wrong side. So, so he, he was able to get it and that's how they got their gang name. It was supposed to be for like the orphanage fundraiser or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, army green guys. That's it. That's it. Yeah, army green. I'll uh, drab. Yeah, yeah. Built-in really? sweat stains. <laughs> yeah, the, oh. the t-shirts came that way. <laughs> so, like, Swan's like, yo, I bet I could just fucking take these guys in a speech check. Like, I don't even think we have to fight them. Yep. Yeah, he's trying to be civil. Like, like they said, oh, you're a fucking diplomat now, and you know it was working for a while. And the orphans, yeah. like. I'm sorry, go ahead, Rob. No, no, I'm just the Ajax is being a dick about well, how they handle what, things. What he yeah. does. In fairness to Ajax, though, he probably could have beaten at least those six or seven dudes standing there. Just because you can doesn't mean yeah, you doesn't should. Doesn't mean you should. Correct. Um, but yeah, Ajax is the uh like the John character of the group. He's just like, We're okay. we're going right to the violence. Right. Mm. But anyway, um, so it the uh, um, he, he goes over to talk to him and he goes over to the orphans and the orphans are like, yo, we have a massive inferiority complex. We're just going to lay that on the table right at the <laughs> beginning. Just be like, do you see how cool we are? Have you heard of us? Oh, yeah. the bets. The best Show part the was news. like, um, yeah, we just came from that big meeting. You guys know the big meeting they just have. And you're like, what? 
<laughs> well, they, they, had, they had a meeting without the orphans? No, it wasn't that big of a deal then if the if the orphans weren't invited. Hey, yeah. look at look at the newspaper. <laughs> He's got a dude whose whole job is just to bear the newspaper article. <laughs> Billy newspaper. Yeah. Um and fucking like yeah he he's like um not even Swan the guy that's with Swan this uh fox guy um he's just like yes you guys are cool can we just walk through down your street yeah and they're like well since you acknowledged we're cool yes <laughs> <laughs> we're cool now yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah but then uh, this freaking shit disturber chicken head oh wow. gosh <laughs> She comes out with like a fucking like one of those three person trireme oars to uh, stir the shit, like yeah. the ones that a guy would be like banging on a kettle drum to get you to row, like that sized oar to stir the shit here. And it's probably just because these freaking orphans are just like just just crapping on her front steps all day long. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, get them out of here. Somebody just get. I just need something else. Well, just get somebody. I will someone. say this. All she asked for was a jacket, which she clearly needed because she was obviously cold. <laughs> well, yeah, that's well. Not I don't know how well was... the vest. I don't know how well a vest would have worked with that. And that is not what she was asking for. <laughs> yeah, and fucking like she's like, "Hey, orphans, you know how you guys uh, just determined that you were cool? You are not cool. You're just letting these punks walk through your turf. Yep. What the hell's that?" So now the orphans are like, ah, oh, shit, there's a girl here. Okay, <laughs> we gotta have you uh, take your colors off. And Swan is just like, fuck and you. Mm-hmm. Like, we ain't doing that. We're just walking down this street. And the orphans just, just cheese it. They're like, oh, let's get out of here. <laughs> like, they run it, like they run off somewhere. They had um, to go get all their um, homemade They're really getting all their Nerf guns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, guys, go get your best razors and bricks. Yeah. And this this mercy lady's just like, all right, I'm coming with you. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like Ajax immediately gets grabby with her and is like, hey, let's all just run train on her. And she's like, that is not necessarily off the table. Nope, she is <laughs> definitely not like that. <laughs> she's yeah. like, yes, that is exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I'm and, like, what the hell is happening yeah. right now? <laughs> then the orphans show back up. Ugh. And they use like a little bit of um, of Mercy's skirt here to make a uh, Maltov cocktail that they don't throw anywhere near the orphans. They just throw it at a car. And the orphans are like, fire, bad, fire. Bright light, bright light. This is the most casual ass Molotov I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like uh, Swan is just like I'm just gonna tear a piece of her skirt, of uh, Mercy's skirt. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put this in this bottle that this other guy, which what was the other? I don't even know which uh, character. He had he had a bottle. Yeah, my maybe. Coaches um, <laughs> or Snow. Yeah, but he, so he's got a bottle on him. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, now he made this, and he just walks. He just walks up to the orphans, <laughs> and he's like. Huck, <laughs> your car explode. It's like 50 feet down the street. <laughs> they are so scared. They've never seen yeah. fire before. So, fuck. They didn't know they could, that yeah. that was a thing you could He's do. He's harnessed the power of fire. <laughs> what manner of sorcery is this? And it, to put it in Warhammer 40k terms, like the orphans immediately fail a brake test and just, just 
piss off. <laughs> like they run out of the film. They're so scared. Yeah. Now, granted, that Molotov cocktail made that car blow up something fierce. It sure did. Yeah. But not even this whole like, let's fight them for like 30 seconds before the cops show up. No, they're just mm-hmm. they're out. All right. So they um they just per- like um they just go to the next train. And now we get the uh, the DJ informing everyone that the Warriors have progressed out of the minor leagues, which is some good foreshadowing for what's coming up, dear reader. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they go to the subway and everything seems good. You know, everything's cool in Warrior Land until the cops are fucking everywhere. And in this movie, cops, cops don't, there's no Miranda rights. They don't, <laughs> they don't talk to you. It's wow. just a immediate yeah. nightstick and, yeah yeah it's a little awkward now yeah it's, yeah um not this would, yeah this would legit be inflammatory if everything weren't so goofy yeah like, just to contextualize this is back in a time when cops were intended uh, their intended purpose was to stop violence yeah i mean listener. that's still their yeah. intended purpose <laughs> whether or not they choose to so, uh, act on that is the only thing I can think of is maybe maybe some of the gangs have pull with the police and, the you know, and the, they know the police want the warriors out of the way, too. Before the end where we'll find out Luther's um, motivations, I was I guess I was under the assumption that maybe like the police had paid them to take out Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously that isn't because that would be, you know, would make sense. Like, yeah, hey, take out take out this guy that's you know, inciting revolution against us. But and that's kind of who I thought it was going to be re- revealed that he was on the phone with the, you know, a couple times that he's. That would have been. It, it, it never actually reveals that. No. At all. No. Plus, if, if they if they revealed that at the end, like the, the riffs, you know, would have even more incentive to like beat the tar out of the, um, the, oh, bucket, yeah. the rogues. All right. So. Yeah, but then his actions wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah. Because. That that's you know not to say that's right, but like he would be stopping a lot of violence. Oh, I don't know. Uh, so, um, like the the warriors have to split up. They're all like running in different directions away from the cops. And one of the like Fox has the uh, has Mercy, and he's running with her. And um, he gets into a tussle with one of the cops, and the cop like fucking like Matrix moves him in front of one of the trains. Um, I mean, Matrix move is probably the wrong word. It's it in slow. Like, I mean, they're rolling around. They're they're yeah. having a they're having a, a roll in the hay. Yep. Um, and so Fox is just fucking. He's just dead. Like. Yep. 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 And um, so there's That's there's like, out of the movie. There's a trio and a quartet now, and I couldn't tell you exactly who's with who. No, nope. like I know that Swan Cowboy. I want to say Snow. And Ajax are one group, and then the other ones, the new kid, the other black guy, and the the guy we just learned was called Vermin. Um, so that group fares pretty well. They immediately run into a pack of chicks, and even though Rembrandt's like, "This is an obvious trap," they're <laughs> they're like, "What? You know, let's just uh, we'll wait for the warriors at this chick's place. Yeah, we could probably do some of them. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not a trap. Yeah, then these guys he- are the biggest dupes." ever (laughs) warriors yeah the warriors are just that they're all they're all like fighters they they all have shitty like will saves um and you know they're easy to to like um bamboozle um so anyway the uh swan 
Uh, except Swan, yeah. No, Swan's multi-classed. Yeah. Um, He's got that and, Ronnie the Weasel. Yeah. Um, so... So now the um the four the group of four that's got like the two heaviest hitters of the warriors, um they go outside and uh oh now it's time for the baseball furies they've oh graduated <laughs> to the major leagues and it's not just that these guys carry baseball bats it's not just that they're in Yankee uniforms correct uh they even have the weird ass face paint that makes. I can't make hiding her hair of. It's like kiss makeup, and, that, and they're yeah. wearing cleats. Yeah. At least, like it, yeah. the sound, the sound is. Yep, cleats on uh, pavement. Um, and so their presentation is silly, but you're like, this is at least this is six to eight gentlemen with baseball bats. This looks like <laughs> a credible threat to four people. Um, and you know, at first the warriors treated as such. They take off running with the furies chasing. I'm sorry, Tony, did you want to say something? Well, just, yeah, they, they look, they, they're essentially like clowns, where yeah, you're yep. like, if you see it in a circus, you're like, that looks ridiculous, and they look stupid, but mm-hmm. if you see them in a dark alley with a baseball bat, you're like, I need to get out of here. Yeah, so, um, they're running, and then, like, uh, uh, Swan and the, um, I think he's Snow, um, just run off 90 degrees perpendicular to the Furies, and yeah. then just run back, and they're behind the Furies, and like none of the Furies even notice that move. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, yeah, got, like their horse blinders are on or whatever. At least if they had like the batting helmet, that kind of maybe restricted <laughs> your peripheral vision a little bit on that side. That might make sense, but they don't. Um, so Ajax and Vermin are running. Uh, I'm sorry, not Vermin. Uh, Cowboy and Cowboy's like, yo, I can't run anymore. Uh, he's like the me of the group, like about to have an asthma attack. And he fights like the me in the group because Ajax is like, good, let's just turn around and fight these six to eight people. Um, and and Cal- he's a hat like, on, though. Yeah. No, Cowboy's very good at keeping his hat on. Again, he is the me of this group. Like, that's <laughs> like, I think we've determined it. That's but fair. like Cowboy goes down like nothing. Like he's just immediately out. And Ajax is like, that's no biggie. I'll fight all of you by myself. And um, fucking then, uh, should we call it uh, Swan and um, Snow's flanking maneuver works. And these three guys beat up like eight dudes with baseball they bats. Clean house on these dudes. Yeah. Fuck them yeah. up. It is honestly just sad because they go down like chumps. Well, and some of them are just like the I only know like high attack <laughs> as my yes. move. Yeah. <laughs> Over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I keep hitting the strong attack button without waiting for the cooldown. Yeah, it's like when you're when you're playing like your eight year old cousin in Mortal Kombat, and like <laughs> he only knows how to throw a sweep kick or something. <laughs> this is also where we get that like I'm questioning, you know, the motivation of some of these people because it's like, all right, we kicked the crap out of like what seemed to be your kind of leader there. When he had a baseball bat and I had nothing. Yep. Now I have his baseball bat. So what do you think you're going to do? Just run. Swing. Swing up and down. Yeah, now yeah, I where... have a baseball bat. Ho, yeah, ho, where did ho, that ho, get ho. him? So, yeah, the, the baseball furies go down. And that now that whole group of four people has baseball bats. Yep. Um, and so uh, Ajax, you know, they're walking along and they see a lady sitting on a bench you know, in the park, you know, at God knows when, like, Wait, you know, it's the hours. I just want to say, mm-hmm. guys, this is a lesson to all of you. A little less time in the makeup. What was that? Little batting box. <laughs> what? A little less time in the makeup chair, a little more time in the batting box. 
Yeah, was... for the baseball furies, correct. Batting cage. I, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. You get you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. I got a feeling that the Warriors could still beat the baseball furies at a game of baseball. Yeah, probably. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's, even that's still just hard. having four people. Yeah, even with four people. <laughs> and like ghost runners on base, they'll still beat them. Um, <laughs> so fucking um, now like Ajax is like, see that lady all alone on the bench? I'm going to hit that, you know. Oh, God. Preferably if uh, she's willing. If not, that's OK, too. Right. And so the other three are like, yeah, um, we're not going to do that. Let's go to the train. And he's like, what are you guys? A bunch of, and he, you know, throws a, uh, a yeah, like, not so good <laughs> term, which it's not the first time he's launched this. In oh, this no, movie. it's like, that's his catchphrase. That's yeah, if yeah. you do, if you do anything that is not the immediate, like testosterone response, you are yeah. a British cigarette. Yeah, indeed. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're a pile of sticks to be thrown on a fire. Correct. Um, and, and I'm just like, so, so they're. So they're homosexuals because mm-hmm. they do not wish to rape this woman alone in the park at night. Is that yeah? Is that basically that's, okay? That's huh, about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, that's as long as we're all on the same page. But then Ajax always always talks about sticking stuff up people's ass. <laughs> he mm-hmm. sure does. So I'm like, what's yeah, wrong with you, man? He's under this woman's siren song, which is granted her just going like, "Hey, you want to sit down here?" And he just throws the baseball bat away and he's like, hell yeah. And just and like and she's into it. She's like, all right, let's do some stuff. And it looks like it's going well. And then he's just like, I'm going to fucking headbutt you and give you some nibbles and grab <laughs> your everything. And like, just I don't even know what he's attempting, like, like how this is getting anyone off. But she's just like, uh, uh-uh, none of this and fucking handcuffs him to the bench. Undercover cop. He, he immediately went from zero to twelve. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Yeah. Um. So, but for that matter, I don't know what her plan was because, as an mm-hmm. undercover cop, like she kind of gave him the go ahead. I mean, admittedly, he got super rapey, so like she's in her right. But if I don't know that she gave him the go ahead. <laughs> well, she was like, "Hey, do you want to mess around?" So, like, if he wasn't a perv, like, where was this gonna go? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that this would be entrapment if she hadn't clearly made it, you know, like told him to stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, multiple times. Yeah. He, well, he yeah. definitely was an extra sleaze about the whole thing. But I mean, yeah. like if, if if he was just a decent guy, like mm-hmm. she was just going to start making out with some dude on a park bench for an well, hour. I, like, what? I think the intended I, I'm guessing that like that was there to catch some of the gang people like fleeing from, um, you know, the, the night's uh, brouhaha earlier. Cause uh-huh. yeah, otherwise that's awful entrapment. Yeah. Of, uh, of police work here. But anyway, um, so, uh, Ajax is like, uh, you know, he's handcuffed to the bench and you get a somewhat suspenseful scene of like, he's dragging the bench. Like he might break out of it. And if he breaks uh-huh. out of it, who knows what he's going to do to that lady. He, and she's he punches her at one point. Doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I think he, he tried to swing at her okay. and no, then I, what's that? I think he does hurt her and yeah, she's blowing her whistle and the cops show up and the first cop is immediately chumped out by Ajax, but I could be wrong, but was the second cop Tackleberry? Uh... If not, he was channeling Tackleberry and he beat Ajax ass. Yeah. <laughs> 
and you're like, good. You know, yeah, I like Jax immediately comes up and he's like, wimp. Mm-hmm. I like the Warriors, but uh, I did not like Ajax. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah he I'm got what he with... deserved. If there was yeah, one that was going to be uh, beaten and arrested, I was okay yeah. that it was him. Well, yeah, uh, it's James Remar, damn it. He... Like, you know, he's a scary dude. <laughs> yeah. So meanwhile, on the other half of, uh, of the party, um, they go to a pizzeria with the ladies and then they go upstairs and they're like rolling joints and like dancing around and um, friggin they're just having a good time. And like Rembrandt's like, yo, um, aren't we supposed to meet them at the train station? And the like Cochise and uh, Vermin are like, um, don't fuck this up. What's yeah. That? about to get some tail here fuck all the other guys yeah, which one's coaching and which one's bull. vermin well is coaching the guy with like all the necklaces and stuff like i all the... think so don't don't quote me but i believe vermin is the guy that has like a like a tank top under his vest uh yes i think yeah. you are correct okay and he is the curly haired one that didn't get hit by a train or um doesn't have a cowboy hat okay and he's so... not swan or hx <laughs> he's mackin in this yep. place he and coaches is. is apparently i mean seems content to watch him mm. uh that's fine that's fine <laughs> for now till later yeah. later yeah. on yeah. yeah till later on well because yeah, coach is like ahead, he's the one with all the extra jewelry and whatever yeah. or not jewelry that's what we're saying yeah. he's got like yeah. the shells and stuff yeah well, coaches for a hot second forgot what he was supposed to do with the ladies so he's just like i'm gonna see how vermin plays this well you know it's those theater kids right. yeah then i'm gonna you know i'll make my move after that so um all right now um Swan and uh and Mercy um oh that's what it was so Swan's like the other two are like let's go back for Ajax I mean yeah. Cowboy uh, Cowboy's and... like he did save me and Swan's like well I'm just gonna go to the train right I don't have time for this crap like he chose yeah. to stay behind and get some yeah I need so to get the, him back home to where it's safe the Warriors I do like they do. Other than Ajax, they all seem to have like a code of honor. Even Ajax actually, to an extent, does. And like, like the other two are like, "Yo, we have to go back for him." And Ajax respects that because you know they did save him. But at the same time, a, you know, they respect that. Uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Swan respects that. But then uh, the other two guys respect that Swan is like, "Nah, we, I'm, I'm going ahead." Um, so he runs into Mercy at the train station, who now has their coat that she stole and he's just being a dick to her oh, yeah. um, fucking like s- stealing on her metro card you know two people going through the turnstile at once and then um like they're just walking uh oh they run into some cops and then they have to get away so they escape into the train tunnel and are walking on the subway tunnels um at which point they you know swan's talking shit about uh mercy saying like he doesn't like how she lives and she's like look man i don't know what my future has in stock in store for me but uh you know i'm gonna get mines now i'm gonna have everything that moves yeah and she's like including you and he's like maybe he's like nah nah yeah they ugly kiss for a second yeah and you're like (laughs) then he's like you know what nah i don't i don't want what you probably very possibly very much probably have yeah okay (laughs) and and yeah Swan's got duty on the orphan, line. He's got a, orphan he, stuff. Yeah, he's <laughs> yes. got to meet up with the warriors. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, fuck you. Leave, you know, I'll uh, just leave you here in the tunnel, but I won't stop you from walking after me. Right. Um. Now <laughs> we get back to Ugh. just a crazy, crazy scene. Some performance art of the, the three. Yeah. The, the trio that's with the Lizzie's um, 
fucking dancing, I guess, is what's going on there. I this mean, it's a there. bunch of gyrating high yeah. people, I guess. Rembrandt's like, yo, you two are stupid. This is a yep. trap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. And one of the ladies, like, pulls out a knife and cuts them, and then fucking chaos ensues. The ladies pull some guns, but they can't shoot anything. One of them tries to, like, knife um, Cochise, and he fucking cracks her with oh my chair. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he breaks the chair over this. Right thing. over her. <laughs> oh, and man. Ajax like, would oh. approve of that. Like, it, that should be funny, but she's shooting at him. I mean, yeah. he, he deserves it. I mean, at that point, you know, yeah, like, mm-hmm. all bets are off. <laughs> so, like, if you gotta punch someone half your size in the face, that's what you gotta do. So, um, they, uh, freaking smash through the door and run out of there. Luckily, nobody on the Lizzie's can shoot. Um, and they go back to the, uh, train station. I think they just decided to be a gang, like, that night. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And friggin' um, like that's what the new recruits like. Yo, well, you guys were fucking make it out. You know, I figured out that um, they think we killed Cyrus, and that's why all these gangs are out to get us. And um, Swan, meanwhile, he makes it to Union Square, which is like the rally point where they're all supposed to meet up. It's where they, the the train has to change to get back to yeah, Coney Island. Yeah, Coney Island. Yeah, he is being tailed by. What I think maybe the least intimidating goon <laughs> tailing somebody I've ever seen in a film. There's also a statue of the Lone Ranger, just mm-hmm. for subtlety's sake, I guess. Yeah, symbolism, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we get it. We get it. So this is guy, this guy in a yellow shirt, overalls, um, rollerblades. I'm not even rollerblades. No roller skates. Yeah. Looks like straight out of like the the Come On Eileen video. Fucking rolling around here after Swan, thinking like, oh, I'm stalking this dude. He doesn't know where I am. It's like, dude, the entire subway can hear you rolling around. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's just so, the two of you, and you're not at all subtle. Yeah. So now um, the other five of the warriors, like the trio that just fought the Lizzies and the two that went back for Ajax, meet up. And they're like, let's go find uh, Swan. And um, <laughs> this is when Mercy shows up to Swan and she's like, see that guy over there, the skates, he's tailing you. And he's like, don't yeah, think no I fucking s- know that. Like, no, no shit. shit. Yeah. So <laughs> some interesting tactics ensue. So like the five warriors show up and like Swan looks at him, looks at the men's room. And it's like bathroom break. <laughs> and then Mercy's like, I can't go in there. And Swan's like, get the fuck in here. Like, throws her in the men's room. What are we even talking about now? Like, come on. Lady, you've witnessed arson and all kinds of other crap tonight, and you're afraid of going in a men's room? Well, I I think he also said that. What's that? Well, I think he also said that, like, you're telling me you haven't been in a men's bathroom before? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, they hide in the men's room. And the, the the skaters, what did you call these guys? Were these the um uh those are the uh bumble rompers. The bumble rompers, <laughs> yeah. Um they come in and um they're like, Where could they be? They've gotta be under the toilets. But sure enough, you know, they're standing on the toilets, so like you don't see their legs. Um and with an ambush that has no business working. Uh, Rembrandt fucking spray paints this dude's face right when he opens the door. And uh, what started as a pretty shitty fight with this, like, let's all slam out of the the um, the stalls at once, turned into a really cool fight pretty fast. Like, I liked oh, yeah. it. 
They're yo, they're going fucking all out with these overall clad um assholes. And uh it's a pretty like it's a pretty savage beating, but it's not just the one sided like baseball furies fight. Like these guys are getting their shots in. At one point, two of them have Swan and they're like punched away on his abs. And um like the Warriors rally though, and uh it ends with like this one dude running at Swan and he fucking like um hip tosses him through the uh the stall door like onto the toilet in slow-mo while um i think it's coach he's like runs a dude's head into a mirror dude so um, many guys get thrown into the mirrors here yeah. it's crazy <laughs> um so the warriors beat their ass and walk out of that men's room proud um and call it they uh they get on their subway and uh you know they're on their way home to kenny to coney island um but at this point, also the um, not the Furies, the uh, the Rifts, or Rifts um, find a witness, somebody who actually saw who shot Cyrus, and like now the Rifts are uh, springing into action. So you're like, who are they gonna go after? Dun dun dun. Yeah, you yeah. don't see who that is, right? Uh, you see, it's like some guy with a butterfly on his neck. <laughs> okay, no. I don't know who that is. Maybe uh, he's in, yeah, maybe he's in the gang bang at the beginning, but I don't know. He's one anyway, of the bug catchers. The bug catchers, yeah. Yeah. So the warriors you, are on their way home. You get the oh, first sorry, bug ahead, you Robert. caught. You get the first bug you caught tattooed on your neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. Most of them have ladybugs. I ain't catching shit till I get a dung beetle. One dumb fool has an ant. Like you know, it's uh a... Mine would be a firefly. A firefly? <laughs> But this is also kind of fucked up because it means at this point they should get back on the radio and give out some kind of signal saying lay off the warriors, but they don't. <laughs> well, but they know where the warriors are going to go and they're pretty sure the rogues are going to be there too. Yeah. So um, now the uh, the warriors are riding on the subway and you get this freaking disco double date like prom couple. The dandies come, arrive. The dandies. Yeah. Come on the subway. <laughs> Not a gang. No. And they just, they sit down, they're that having a good time, of. and their yeah. good time is immediately ruined. <laughs> just just with a stare from Swan and um, and Mercy. Like, <laughs> yeah, these dandies, their night's over. Like, prom sex might not even happen. Like, they're just, they get off the next step. It's just, yeah, I'm the next stop. You get Woman your pants are... off, and all of a sudden, all you're thinking about is half-dead garbage people sitting yeah. on the subway, and you're like, mm. <laughs> But that's the um, thing. It's not even like a stare, like they're staring them down. It's more like they're just like, oh, these are dirty people. Ugh, yeah, it's ruined. All right. Well, that and it looks like they've been through some shit, which they. Oh yeah, have. yeah. And I, I so, like how yeah, there's there's up. at no point does anybody say, "Hey, are you guys okay?" Yeah. <laughs> no, because you don't they want human interaction. So yeah. big big rule in New York City is you don't talk to anybody on the train. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. Because if you talk to someone, that means you're a crazy person. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, honestly, judging by the look of this, like two train cars ahead, the Joker shooting a couple guys yeah. in the back. Like, <laughs> and then at the end of the train, the Predator's going after Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so uh, one of them leaves their uh, corsage behind, which uh, Swan gives to uh, to Mercy when they get back to Coney Island. And he's trying to play it off like he's hard. Like, he's like, oh, I, um, you didn't want it to go to waste. <laughs> like and, it's a uh, flower. It's going to die. Yeah. In a day. 
So they, they're back at Coney Island, which looks like it's been hit by a bomb. And I've never been to Coney Island, but I didn't yeah, realize about it, average. it was that trashy I mean, looking. I mean, at this X-79. time, it definitely... Yeah, yeah I think they, they did fix it up, right? Oh, I yeah. It's so. nice now. It's real yeah. nice now. Oh, yeah, it's great. So there's like hype, Back then, there was like hypodermic needles on the, on the <laughs> beach and... On the now Ferris wheel. Now yeah. it's just a bunch of little empty vape uh, vape containers. Yeah. Vape pods. So, <laughs> so the rogues arrive in their hearse. Um, uh, it's not even a hearse. It's freaking Fozzie Studebaker from the Muppet yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so the warriors, you know, they scrounge up some weapons. And now we get the infamous bottle fingers. <laughs> Infamous bottle. Freaking Luther over here is just clackety clacking these three bottles together. Now, can he see them from where they're at? I couldn't really tell. It's not clear, but I they think they does. respond to the warriors' movement, so I guess so. But he's just like, warriors, come out and play over and over again. And if it wasn't coming from five foot nothing, Sully, this would be quite intimidating. <laughs> But it's still, it's a cool, like, like that line's been quoted so many times and it's, uh, it's, it's still a cool scene. Um, yeah, so, don't forget he might be five foot nothing, but he is crazy as shit. Yeah. And like, he has a gun, which is a goddamn superpower in this movie. Yeah. And um, a car. Well, and a car. I mean, yeah, he's, it should be. It should yeah. be. So, um, they lead, uh, the rogues out to the sand. I guess where the car won't be a factor because there's no way that jalopy's fucking getting on over those dunes. And we get the final showdown where the gangs just walked right up to each other, I guess. Yeah. And, um, you know, Swan's like, why'd you do it? And um, Luther's like, no reason. I just like to do things. Yeah. God, like, that's like so fucking creepy. And I'm like, yeah. that's that's the re- that's the whole that's thing. Your motive. Who yep. are you talking to on the phone? Your mom? I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> nobody. I, <laughs> the Joker. I don't know. I mean, I if I had to, hy- to hypothesize, I think that he is on some serious drugs, and his dealer probably wanted um, Cyrus out of the way. Mm, all right. Okay. So yeah, that would be my that. guess. But Even was, yeah, there's no way of knowing. I think so it was anyway, Giuliani. It was Giuliani, yeah. yes. We'll have to wait for the Snyder <laughs> cut, and then we'll, we'll know. <laughs> so, um, using using a, like a move straight out of Batman, um, like Cyrus, I mean, not Cyrus, um, Luther pulls the gun and fires it, but because um, Swan threw the knife, the bullet is canceled. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that was the thing. I'm, I'm, I keep waiting to see one of the warriors behind. Yeah. I was like, Swan, yeah. someone like, is drop. Yeah. Someone is dead. If it didn't like hit his... Swan, it's it's got to hit someone in that fire. Yeah. I'm like, he was point blank range. Yeah. <laughs> Poor little Rembrandt is yeah. dying on the sand. I mean, yeah, like, but it's... the other thing, it's not just point blank range, but they were all clustered together, and the guys yeah. behind Swan didn't know he was going to duck out of the way. So I had checked yeah. Rembrandt to die this whole movie. I yeah. was waiting for it, and like the the bl- even if it was a blank round, like it would have still killed someone at that range. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a Brandon Lee. So fucking throws a knife into um into Luther's arm. Luther just collapses in pain. The gun is edited out of the movie. It's just removed from the film. <laughs> um it's like in a video game when you drop your, your weapon in a beat 'em up, it just blinks a few times and disappears. Yeah, yeah it waited too long to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say a few minutes to pick it up and then it disappears. Yeah. So um 
Swan fucking he's styling and profiling here. He comes over, grabs his knife out of Sully's arm, and just cleans the blood off of it <laughs> in his, his own hair. His that hair. was awesome. I was like, is he gonna scalp this guy? Yeah, <laughs> I kind of thought that was gonna happen too. I thought he was just gonna take like a piece of hair as a trophy yeah. or something. No, he put it in a scrapbook for the night. I would have <laughs> never thought to do that, and that's just such a like a you're my ass. Yeah, he's a warrior. So, warrior always oh, yeah. cleans his blade. So now, fifty-five dudes like show up out of nowhere. Like you know, suddenly the rifts are just there. Um, I'm now <laughs> granted. So I mean, like what what Swan was doing was so cool that I think everyone was literally just looking at him while the rifts. <laughs> you, just hear, you just hear Falcons say, "Yo, Swan, on your left." And yeah, <laughs> just all coming out up. of Doctor Strange portals. So. The Rifts show up, you know, they see the warriors, they see the rogues, and they're like, we know what's going on here. They're like, you warriors are good. And uh, Swan's like, the best. And, and also, weren't all the rogues white? Uh, yes. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, then. Um, the, so they were roguish, the but not diversified. Part oh. way, and, uh, you know, part like a path for the warriors to walk through. And each one of those fucking Rifts is staring daggers through Luther. <laughs> like... <laughs> That you could you could feel the uh, the anger emanating off these people, and uh, yeah, like Luther's just like no, no, boiling acid. Yeah. Just morale is completely collapsed. The He's rest like, of the rogues are like, y'all want me to like, do my uh, my bottle trick, guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rest of the rogues are like, I'm not sure if we're gonna get killed too, or just yeah. Do. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then yeah. Well, no, but, they lived on to become the hot cops. Yeah, <laughs> and then the um the uh the warriors walk away down the beach, and like Mercy and um and Swan, like Mercy's like like, are we gonna kiss? She's like, nah, I don't want to do you. I want to actually spend time with you, and let's walk down the beach together. And watch um, out for needles. Watch yeah. out for needles. Yeah. Watch out for snakes. Um, and then uh. Yeah, the DJ announces that the warriors are safe, and she's just like, "Well, um, sorry, our bad, I guess." Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> and for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, Swan's like, "Play it, Rockapella, <laughs> <laughs> or do it, Rockapella, whatever they say." <laughs> and that poor fucking kid wanted to just wanted a vacation, and he had to like figure out the map of Africa. I always hated when they did that to someone. <laughs> <laughs> You, you like you got thirty seconds to find twenty countries in Africa. <laughs> Wrong. It's all Africa. No. Yeah, like, I don't know if anyone in the world could do that. I always felt so bad for the kid. I mean, someone from Africa. Yeah, it's. I doubt you know, it. You want that vacation to want that vacation to Disney World? You have to find twenty countries in the the thousand different feudal kingdoms of the Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> name all the current leaders in africa <laughs> and then like some other kid would roll along and just get like name five countries in north america <laughs> name a country like, that starts only three. With... <laughs> <laughs> name a country that starts with a yeah <laughs> name this continent asia, asia. <laughs> um so yeah, the the movie plays them out with uh, the song in the city, and um, yeah, the warriors walk down the beach um, and into the waves, where they uh, you know return to their home like the rest of the kaiju <laughs> in holy uh, triumph. Yeah, and that is the warriors. 
Oh boy. Hey, Tony. Yeah. What, so, yeah. what did rotten what does rotten warriors have to say? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is um, what does rotten food have to say? My goodness. Did you just fart yourself I just, into I just stunk myself out. Mm. I just stunk myself. <laughs> well, despite uh, the original bad, uh, you know, publicity that they got from critics and stuff uh, when this movie first came out. Currently, Rotten Tomatoes has critics giving this a score of 89% mm-hmm. and audiences giving it a score of 88%. That's their thoughts and opinions. Uh, what about you and yours, Stinky Rob? Uh, this movie was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. There are times when I was like, ah, oh, this, it borders on like hard to watch just cause of the, just cause the, you know, the current climate situation, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but then like somebody starts talking or fighting and you're just like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is a silly comic book farce. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was definitely entertaining. I don't know that I would ever go out of my way to watch it again. But at the same time, I would totally recommend that somebody else see it at least once. So I would give this a solid B. I okay. enjoyed it overall. Uh, Joe. Uh, so this is a classic case of a movie that's really fundamentally solid, um, but doesn't do anything all that you know special other than bottle fingers. So like, I agree with the critics and users assessment. Um, I would give it about a, like a B plus. Um, it's, it's just a good movie, even though if you look at each of its parts, they're not like there's nothing really all that great in any of the the components. But somehow how they mix together, it just came out right. Like, um, I mean, some parts of it did not age well. And in the current climate we're in, some parts of it were a little rough to watch. But like, it's just a solid like adventure through you know, what is probably my, you know, not not truly my favorite setting, but similar enough to like um, post-apocalyptic fantasy that like I, I got big vibes off of that. And, um, you know, there it's one of those things where none of the characters are really that memorable. But if you saw someone wearing a warrior's vest, you'd be like, hell yeah, badass. Um, and I want uh, to go to a con with a bunch of people as the baseball furies. Hell um, yeah. But yeah, I would, uh, what should we call it? I would recommend this movie. Um, it's one, like Rob, it's one of those ones where I don't know if I would go out of my way to watch it again, but this is a great movie where if it's on, I'll see it through. You know, I'll follow, wherever the warriors are in their adventure, I'll follow them to Coney Island. Um, and yeah, so I recommend. I will. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, uh, echoing what Robin Joe said. Um, overall, I would probably give the movie a letter grade of a of a b or a b plus but i think especially if you've not seen it like the recommendation i give it is probably higher than the the grade i get give it if that makes sense just because it is kind of a a fun movie and especially for its for its time like some things are a little problematic and you have to you know we always watch things from the lens that we're living in currently but it's uh a like a super solid setup for a story like i'm almost surprised there's not been a remake or a, a reboot or um, anything like that. Um, I want to talk about that after the reviews. Okay, okay. we can do that. Um, but yeah, so super high recommend if you've not seen it. I think I've probably seen this movie two or three times, like over the past like ten years, and I think that's you know a good uh, you know watch it you know once every three or four years uh, at least on Amazon. The the one I saw was like the quality was super nice and like. Um, you know, when you're actually using real film and real 
effects and uh, the acting might not be great, but it, I just felt like overall it holds up super well, uh, minus some of those problematic things we talked about it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be saying a lot of the same. Um, it, it is, because of current situations, it is a little rough to watch, but, uh, you know, it, it's trying to say something, and it, it is just a, a well-done movie, if not always a well-acted or well-made and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, and again, like, not something I need to watch again anytime soon, but a good movie. I would, uh, you know, recommend it. Yeah, I think like a B plus sounds about right. Uh, so yeah, we're going to recommend the warriors Got the recommendations all around. So is our recommendation this week? Nice. And Joe, you, uh, wanted to get into something here? Well, what I was thinking about, you know, while I was watching this movie, I was like, all right, assuming, you know, they didn't go down the route of like, you know, that they do 75% of the time or even more when they remake a movie of just like completely misinterpreting the soul of the movie and like, you know, making it like The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black having to get back to Coney Island. Oh. <laughs> God knows well, what. I'd like that. I feel for this, they would probably go in the opposite direction. It would just be like super dark and gritty. And well, it would also miss the. There'd point. be like a, a bunch of flippy shit and like slow mo fights. But I mean, so the, besides that, and besides the other problem of in modern times, this plot can just be solved by a cell phone. But like, assuming that you did it as a throwback to like, you know, in the era of the, um, you know, that this movie was supposed to be, or, you know, walking around maybe in the early 80s or something. Like, I think this movie could could be good remake material. Not that it needs it by any means, though, like because it's I guess that would be the biggest argument against remaking it. Yeah, this is not this is a movie you should by no means feel you need to remake it. Yeah. But if someone has a vision that I could easily see it being done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the only problematic parts of this movie is just this one dude being homophobic a couple of times. Well, yeah. and. Everybody I mean, have... being rapey and I mean well, that's but it, it doesn't actually come to anything, you know? It's it, it doesn't go that yeah. far, you know. Ajax yeah. is the only one that I think would have actually carried through on what he was saying. I think Swan was was being all rapey to be a dick to this girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Swan probably not, but uh, uh, I don't know, maybe yeah. the Warriors aren't, but Yeah. Ajax was legitimately though. <laughs> Ajax definitely was. He also got his ass handed to him for it, you know? Part of it, too, is, like, they're they're presented in that way because I guess they're trying to say, like, the warriors aren't the angels of the the gang world. You know, they're not, like, much better than anyone else. Um, I was thinking, too, like, this is totally different. It works in the same way, but it's a different genre but like bad max for your road is kind of the same yeah. setup where you have to like get from one place to the other and like different different thing different factions are like attacking you mm. so it's just yeah, a they're, solid they're both good chase movies yeah like a solid setup um i don't know it'd be interesting to see like i'm sure you know they could always say something like oh the police shut down all the cell phone towers or something like that yeah uh, or someone, could also... someone could be tracking them by their cell phone just yeah yeah just yada yada it away you know you could also do this in a more post-apocalyptic style thing where maybe cell phone towers aren't working, you know, yeah. technology has been burnt out or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that'd be what you'd have to do or set it back in the day. Because yeah. if, if you set it in, like, modern times, it would be cell phones and everybody would have a gun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, and the cameras could be tracking you. Well, yeah, which fucking would be a like... fun, fun wrinkle. 
like Cochise would just be like, hey, guys, I'm going to get an Uber. <laughs> we'll go back yeah. to Cody Island. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll it's, we'll it's 100 miles. Yeah. yeah. It's 100 miles from here. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you think so. But that's when the Uber gang gets you. Yeah. The Uber gang. <laughs> the Uber doobers. The, the Uber, Uber menches. <laughs> the Uber oh. show up with like. There's a bunch of like guys hanging out the side of the the Uber with paddles like. <laughs> <Yeah. around. laughs> oh damn! I know I should have said ride share. <laughs> it's the Taco Bell. Yeah, what monsters? One of the gang is gangs is like the diner dashers, yeah. <laughs> or door dashers, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think this is one where you can do a good remake, too, but you definitely do not need to. Yeah. Do do last Starfighter first. That one. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that does desperately remake. need to be remade. That, that, that movie was so close to the finish line and just, you know, wasn't a strong enough runner to get there. Just yep. don't let don't let Elon Musk get his hands on any of it, please. No. Just... <laughs> but that is funny. It's just we're so in the. We need to remake the things that were hugely popular that don't need to be remade instead of the things yeah. that are just mildly popular but could really use an updating. Yeah, the things that just, you know, we weren't quite able to do what, you know, the movie needed at the time. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing for our episode archive merchandise store and more information. Check out our website at 4ampodcast.podbean.com. Uh, you can contact us by following us on Twitter or Facebook at 4ampodcast or email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And I'd like to ask you guys, if you're listening, please send in some birthday shout outs for our man Joe. Because we can't get together in person, uh, we're just bummed out that we can't celebrate Joe's birthday with him this year. Uh, so we'd really like you guys to uh, to show your love, and I will read it on the next episode and embarrass him, and that also oh. gives me great pleasure. Nope. <laughs> <it> well. <laughs> that was a prize for all of us. I'll do all the voices too. Oh God. Oh. Anyway, if you want to help support what we do financially, please consider becoming a Patreon member at Patreon.com/4AMPodcast. It really is a huge help to take some of the burden off some of these costs of doing this all the time. Either way, we love you guys. We thank you for listening. And that's it for me. Hi. I just have one question for the listeners. Uh-oh. Can you dig it? We Good night, everybody.